No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. Hello, and welcome to today's New Right Network's Right Now podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Slaughter, and with me today is Justine Brooke-Murray. Justine is the reigning Miss Garden State 2019 and a correspondent for Campus Reform. As part of her reign in the Miss America organization, she has founded the initiative Don't Shout Down, Don't Shut Down, Let's Talk, which aims to restore civil discourse and free speech on both college campuses and in other areas where the First Amendment is currently under attack. Her activism and reporting on campus free speech violations got her invited to stand on stage next to President Trump as he signed the free speech executive order. Follow her on Twitter at Justine underscore Brooke. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, thank you for having me, Brittany. Well, I've been advocating for free speech for a very long time, specifically on college campuses, but I decided to intertwine my love for pageantry and promoting free speech together. Pageantry in my organization, the Miss America organization, is all about promoting women's voices and promoting all voices. So I stuck with pageantry because I wanted to give other people a voice where they were being shut down. I was being shut down for my political views on college campuses, and the Miss America organization was there for me when that was happening because they actually provide a platform for young women to speak, to, to say things that they'll often get shut down for. So through the Miss America organization, I've been promoting Don't Shout Down, Don't Shut Down, Let's Talk to restore free speech to college campuses and elsewhere, as you stated. So did you um, come up with the initiative, uh, Don't Shout Down, Don't Shut Down? I think that's right. Yep, I did. That's amazing. And um, how did, what did the process of getting that started look like? I mean, you know, starting an initiative, that sounds kind of uh, daunting. Um, how did that process look? Well, it started for, the idea started in my head after I was able to stand on stage with the president when he signed the free speech executive order. For me, it, it's, I just put a name to what I've been doing all along. And I just saw, made it more solid um, by just putting a name to it and promoting it as my reign um, as Miss Garden State. So it's, it really just started before I, I simply put a name to it. Okay, awesome. And what what is um, how has the support uh, been for it so far? The support's been great. I've been able to promote it um, throughout the Miss America organization. On college campuses, I've been shut down um, and shouted down. So promoting this elsewhere hasn't been so easy, but I've been just trying my best. Awesome. So uh, you recently shared uh, support for the what's going on with the Miss Michigan. Um, can you tell us a little bit what's going on with that, why um, she lost her title, um, and then what prompted you to, to jump in and, and support her? 
Miss Michigan, an Asian American immigrant, was stripped of her title because she was deemed racist by the Miss World organization, a different organization from my own. But she was told that she was racist for her conservative tweets. She tweeted two things they deemed uh, wrong, um, statistics on black on black crime, and she she told a story about how she was forced to wear hijab and she refused. So automatically, the organization stripped her of her title, I believe a week after she got it. But if it weren't for these tweets, they would have picked other tweets to shut her down for. They were really just scraping and digging for a reason to shut down a conservative women. I mean, pageantry has redefined itself to promote a women's to promote a woman's voice, to promote all women's voices. Yet the Miss World organization, they made the impression that, well, some women, someone, some women who hold unpopular beliefs should just shut their mouths and look pretty. Uh, so much for women's empowerment. I think that's such an insult to women. Like, you can only be a woman if you believe what you know the radical feminists believe or what the the left believes but if you support the president or if you're a conservative or if you say you know i'm not going to wear hijab uh they deem you just an awful person a homophobe a racist just they just throw out all a whole host of names and um so as uh, tell us a little bit more about how you've seen that um on campuses well i've been See, my own chapter um, of Young Americans for Freedom was actually shut down on campus right when I tried to create it. The school administration stated we could not have a chapter because um, we recognize the U.S. Constitution as the greatest form of government, and they say the U.S. Constitution is exclusionary to some students. Wow. Okay, so these students whoever they are that apparently feel excluded by the constitution they're they're living in america um and and the constitution is not in that is just uh that, that takes the cake right there um i feel like we're seeing this everywhere with just uh democrats republicans on campuses off campuses um and just kind of back to miss michigan what is she how is she doing now have you talked to her um i know you you wrote an article i think in support of her and um, so tell us, you know, what's going on with that now um, and kind of the aftermath. So I've reached out to her because I haven't written, I haven't written an article, but I'm making a YouTube video. I'm launching a conservative channel and she is, her story is going to be my pilot story. And she, she messaged me and she talked about how um, she, this is her first title. So she, she actually posted that on public. This was her first pageant. And she just gave me some details. Um, they had no interview process in the state pageants, but usually they do have an interview process and they do have an onstage question, which their reasoning for having an interview and onstage question is so they can ask people, um, candidates, their political positions on a certain topics, um, how they can handle the job as being a title holder in one of these pageant organizations. But a lot of those interviews and onstage questions are asking people their political views. And pageantry, in pageantry, you're allowed to have your views and they promote women having different views as long as they back those views up with evidence and they stand confidently by those claims. So Miss World is just committing a, a giant contradiction here. 
do you think um, that there will be any repercussions for the people that have stripped her title? I mean, I know it's kind of blown up, like everybody's all over this. Um, but do you think that this will be kind of an eye opener for them to to incorporate those questions? Or do you think that they'll just kind of go on blindly? I don't really know. I would like to think that maybe this will be eye-opening to them. I hope it's eye-opening to my own organization, Miss America. But it seems like an attempt to cater to um, the mainstream political dogma being pushed by media outlets, different pageant organizations are trying to water down their values and water down what they stand for, which is viewpoint diversity. So I don't really know if they're they're going to wake up. My own organization, I hope they take a lesson from this. I recently competed for the title of Miss New Jersey, where we had this opening number. We all had to dress up as somebody we wanted to be once we graduate college, a career we wanted to have. So I dressed up as a political news commentator, but right before the preliminary competition, my costume was confiscated because I had this fake TV screen with Tucker Carlson on one side of me, um, Rachel Maddow on the left side of me, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but they said that Tucker Carlson and Fox News was too controversial. They said nothing about Rachel Maddow and MSNBC. Now, my whole point to include these two people on my poster board, pretending I was talking to them as a news commentator, was to show that viewpoint diversity is necessary and to promote don't shout down, don't shut down, let's talk. That if we actually listen to the polar opposites and if the polar opposites listen to each other, maybe we can find common ground. But apparently viewpoint diversity is too controversial. So I hope that the Miss America organization learns from the lesson what happened to Kathy Zhu because up until now the Miss America organization has promoted viewpoint diversity. But this is, a, this is a real issue here. It's become a trend, and I can't believe it's seeped into pageantry. That's absolutely ridiculous. And, I mean, Rachel Maddow, of all people, like, I mean, wow. And I love the, the um, diversity that you included there. I mean, they are polar opposites, but that's what you want. You can't win an argument if you don't know the other side, right? And that's just it's such a problem with today when people – you know, would rather call you a name or just, like you said, shout you down instead of listen. And I think if they did listen, they would learn a lot or maybe they'd realize, hey, I have something to learn. You have something to learn. Let's come together. So speaking of that, uh, President Trump's executive order, that must have been just one of the coolest things you've ever done. Uh, how did you, how, how did that happen? Did you get like a, an email from the office of the president or how does, how does that happen? So I, I actually did. I got an email from the White House, and it wasn't my junk mail, so I didn't see <laughs> that at first. I also, since I shop at White House Black Market, I thought it was from that. But then somebody who um, works with me, um, he, he works for me with me on fighting for free speech. He said, no, this is a real, legit email from the White House. I was shocked, but I was so grateful to actually be there. And it gave me a lot of closure, as well as seeing a lot of other students at that executive order signing who have faced even bigger free speech issues than I have. So we were all there together, and we were all watching an order being signed that was long overdue. It didn't just give me closure, it gave a lot of my colleagues their closure. Absolutely. And um, I write for Campus Reform as well. And so, you know, the, a lot of the articles that we write about, they're very, um, 
this is happening on college campuses or this club was shut down. And so Trump made the executive order, but I feel like we're still seeing um, a lot of free speech being uh, trampled on. What, what do you think about that? I mean, the executive order was signed not very long ago. So we need to see it being taken. We need to see it starting to work. And I'm hoping it's working. For me, right after the executive order was announced, my university reached out to me um, and said, hey, would you like to sit down and talk about reapplying to have a Young Americans for Freedom chapter on campus? So in that way, the executive order has worked for me. But you're right. We still keep seeing anti-free speech biases happening on college campuses. So the executive order can only do so much. What campus reform has been doing is that we have been writing and exposing these anti-free speech biases and doing as much as we can to give media attention to these universities, to these situations, so that maybe they'll face media pressure to finally do the right thing. Absolutely. What would you... uh you know, you have uh, quite an uh, amazing position um, and just uh, you're in a position to really encourage others and to just make your voice heard. What would you say to those students that are maybe they're afraid um, of, of facing their their campus and uh, maybe they want to start a, a conservative chapter, but they're afraid of the persecution or, or being shut down? What advice would you give to them? I would say that that's exactly what people who want to shut you down want you to do, to be afraid, to stay afraid to not try anything, to not try to start a chapter in fear. But I would just stay strong and you have campus reform, you have me. My DMs are always open on Twitter and Instagram. So if you face, if you're facing a personal bias, a bi personal bias on your college campus, just come to me with your story, come to campus reform and we are always happy to help. Absolutely. And how do you think, um, do you think the future of pageantry, will you continue doing it? Will you, um, is that something that you're looking to pursue or, um, you know, where are you at in college? Are you going to um, graduate soon or what's, yeah. I'm going into my junior year. So I still have a couple of more years left in pageantry, all that I'm eligible for. I want to continue with pageantry. I've seen what's happened to Kathy Zhu. I've seen the ups and the downs in my own organization. And I want to fight for my organization. I want to fight um, so that Miss America keeps empowering women. And I want to fight so that pageantry is still a place where all women from all different backgrounds and with all different views can, can be open and express those views and feel empowered without being shut down. So I'm not going anywhere until someone kicks me out. <laughs> Oh, I love that so much. And the world definitely needs more, uh, more women like you. And it is empowering as, as women because, uh, you, like we talked about earlier, they'll say you're not a woman if you support the president, if you, you know, are pro-life. And we are a woman. You know, our, our beliefs have nothing to do with our gender. Um, they're who we are as a person, right? And so it's so encouraging to see conservative women like you standing strong and uh, not letting these experiences take you down. I think the world needs uh, so many more women like you, so amazing job. Um, where can people get involved with your organization? Sure, so um, go to my page on Facebook, Miss Garden State Justine Brooke Murray. Um, it's actually just at Justine Brooke Murray. 
Um, that's where I post updates right now about don't shout down, don't shut down, let's talk. I also post updates on all of my social media platforms. Justine Brooke Murray on Instagram as well. Justine underscore Brooke on Twitter. And I am launching a website soon. I am launching a YouTube channel called Kvetching Conservative, where although um, that does state I have conservative beliefs, um, my channel is about free speech and it's about political viewpoint diversity. So I would encourage everybody to check it out. Absolutely. And it's so important to, to remember that free speech is for everybody, not just those that uh, we, you know, uh, agree with, right? Like liberals will say, yeah, we want free speech. But then if you say something they disagree with, they're like, no, no, no. It, like it obviously doesn't apply to us. Um, so that's amazing. You're just leading the way and just doing an amazing job. Um, so yeah, go follow Justine. She's absolutely amazing. As you've seen, she's doing some great work. And if you want to get involved, um, send her a DM and see how you can get involved and help her out as well. And make sure to stay strong and promote the free speech message. And you can find us at www.newrightnetwork.com and follow on Twitter and all other social media at, at newrightnetwork.com. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me, Brittany. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com.